I want you to sit back, get comfortable. We're going to jump right into our show uh, after I do my opening statements and all of that and give my commentary. We'll be bringing my fellow sisters of Focus Females Global on the line. So get comfortable, relax. We're going to have a good time for the next hour of inspiration, motivation, and empowerment. Hello, hello, and good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you wherever you are in this world. Thank you so much for joining us here on Focus Females Global Chat Cafe. As I said earlier, this is part three of our continuing series about attitudes and altitudes. We're trying to get ourselves ready for the new year. This is the last quarter of this year. Can you believe it? And every year, when the holiday season kicks in, I usually start a series to help those of us who are going through major life changes make it through. 
Trust me, we are walking this journey together. So again, before we get started this evening, I want you to lie back, sit back for the next hour. Let's just let everything go. We're going to keep it real, but we're going to talk this out, and then we're going to walk it out and welcome the new year with a new positive outlook and energy. So let's just lie back, sit back, close your eyes for a few moments. We're going to let go of all of the mess, all of the disappointments, all of the hurts, all of the problems, everything just for these few moments, about 55 minutes or so. You'd be surprised how this small amount of time can have such great benefits on our entire bodies, our heart, minds, bodies, spirits, and our souls. So we're going to get started. Let's do some breathing. Let's inhale. Now let's exhale. Inhale. Now exhale. One more time to help you get used to the rhythm. But you, I want you to develop your own personal rhythms while we uh, go through our session this evening. Inhale. Now exhale. Keep going at your own pace. Stay seated or lying back. Don't want anybody to have their eyes closed standing and then you lose your balance and fall. So we're going to put that disclaimer out there right now. So we're going to jump right into our program. And as I said, this is part three of our continuing series about attitudes and altitudes getting ready for the new year. You know what? It's time to make that change. You know that change that you've been talking about for the last 10, 15, 20 or more years, five years, whatever it's been, it's time for you to make that change. If you want to be happy, make a change. Want respect? Demand it. Join me for this upfront and open conversation about personal change. It is the last quarter of the year. Get ready to meet the new you. He or she has been waiting for you for a long time. So ready, set, let's grow. I see Sister Shauna is sitting in the call query. Um, If you want to be on air, Shauna, just press the one on your phone and I'll bring you on as soon as I'm done with um, this evening's commentary. If not, sis, Sit back, relax, and enjoy the program. Thanks for being here. And welcome to all of our guests in the call query. And, of course, those of you who will hear us in the replay, because a large portion of my audience comes by way of the replay. And all of you who are listening out on all of our players, we have tons of players out here. And um, I can't see the analytics for that right away. But welcome to you too, because I always get it in the after uh, show and all of the comments after the fact that you were listening through one of our players. And as always, much honor, respect, appreciation, and love to all of our fellow sisters who have served and are serving in our armed forces now. We're listening to us over on the Armed Forces Radio Network. We are so proud and honored to be a part of the family. And we just want you to know that, as always, we're keeping you in our prayers and our brothers as well. Uh, We're praying for all of you that you will come home safely. Okay. 
So what I decided to do this year, after much prayer, meditation, and anticipation for an answer, I um, I really wanted to figure out how to go about doing the program this evening, uh, well, the series for the end of the year this year. And I decided I have a book, and people have been asking me to read from it for years. It's The book is about what, maybe four years old now? But um, so each week, uh, each show, I will be starting with a piece from my book, Silent Noise Lip Service. And uh, we're going to expand upon that because the entire premise of the book was to take experiences, my personal experiences and those of others who I've worked with, and I put our stories to poetic form. It's so... um fitting for me to decide to do this now because it's the holiday season and a lot of us get depressed and we make some really bad decisions when we get depressed. And a lot of us are going to find ourselves coming home to changes or waking up one morning and we were married the last morning that we woke up and now this morning we're not. So these are all the things that we have to work through and we have to stay as positive as we can be during this time so that we will be able to face the new year on that upswing and that positive note. So today, I'm just going to start actually at the very first piece in the book and um it's dedicated to a wonderful person, uh, Marjorie Boynton. She is no longer with us, um, but she never gave up until her last breath. And um, this piece is based on the last conversation that um, Marjorie and I had shared. So, and guess what it's called? Bad day. So, everything is coming together in divine timing as always. So, the piece goes something like this. Today is a day I'm not feeling so okay. Today is a day I cannot find my way. Today is a day I have no words to say. But today is a day I know is not here to stay. So as today prepares to go away, I pray tomorrow will be a brighter day. You see, sometimes that's all that we have is our faith and prayer. It's all that we have, and in doing so, we are able to hold on for another moment, for another day, for another second. We're able to hold on. So, again, welcome to all of the listeners jumping into the call query if you would like to join us on air this evening and talk about your bad day and how you make it through or you want some suggestions or you want us to help you find your own solutions press the number one on your phone and i will bring you on air because tonight is all about getting us to that point where it may hurt It may take a lot of effort, but guess what? We're going to make it through. And one thing that I want you to know tonight is that you are not alone. You are so not alone in this. Many of us, especially those of us who join me here every week on the show, and especially me, um, we are traveling on this journey 
of life and this thing called heading, heading towards this thing called healing as best we can. But I tell you, the travel and the road is so much easier to bear when you have the right group of people with you. Each show, we will be featuring a different piece, and we will be moving forward, talking about it, and then figuring out ways to make it through. We're going to turn each and every bad day into something positive in some way. Whatever that way will be, that's what we're going to do. So today, I'm going to bring Sister Shauna on with me. And um, we're just going to, I know Shauna's probably going to have some nice insight on that bad day theme. Um, I know that I'm living in them many days, um, very um, disappointed, underappreciated, undervalued. Um, So we're going to talk it out and we're going to walk it out. And one thing that I want all of you, especially our new listeners, to understand is that not on this show per se, but my other two shows, the Saturday Morning Motivation and the Sunday Morning Inspiration, that I will get quiet at times. And those are the times when I want you to reflect upon what has been discussed up until that point. I want you to digest it, and I want you to apply it to your life, or if you know someone who needs to hear our programs and our shows, please share, 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 and share again. Invite your friends to come on live. You know your friends better than any of us do, and you know who's in need, who may be crying out in silence. That's what all of our programs are for. And the good part is I never know what's going to happen. I never know how the show is going to turn out. Why? Because we don't script here. We talk straight from our spirits and our souls. We talk about our life experiences. We are living it. We know what it's like to go to bed misses and wake up miss. We know what it's like to figure out, oh, my gosh, the car broke down, and now you don't have enough money to pay the water bill or the electric bill or whatever utilities it is or some other bill, or suddenly you wake up, you haven't been sick in 10 years. Then you wake up, and you're sick, or you trip, and you break your leg or something. Anything can happen. Lord knows I don't want it to, but that is the reality of this thing called life. So we have to be prepared for that. We have to know when tonight, of course, naturally, most of these things are going to stem from relationships because a lot of us, Lord knows, if the relationship falls apart, even if everything else is fine in our lives, that's going to fall apart too. Why? Because we're going to make it fall apart because we are miserable and we want everything and everyone to be miserable. We will make a problem out of a solution just because We're miserable. So everything that we do here is about learning how to move on. Reason, seasons, and lifetime. Isn't that what the old, how that old saying goes? So we need to learn how to get past that. And tonight, before I um, give the mic over to Shauna, because Shauna, your mic is hot now. But the thing is, we have to understand. A diamond is a diamond, no matter the shape, size, color, cut, clarity. What else did I miss? Shape, size, what is it? Color, cut, clarity. 
what's the other one, people? Color, cut, clarity. I can't think of them tonight. If you know what it is, chime in and tell me what the rest of them are. But um, fill a diamond. Back in the day, it was unheard of to talk about chocolate, black, and yellow diamonds. Oh, no, they were considered flawed, and they would just be discarded. Now, they're in great demand. So just remember, you are diamond. Diamonds aren't necessarily by the color. It's by the density, how strong it is. So just remember that. As you can see, if you've ever been to the Smithsonian and you've seen the Hope Diamond, it's got the density of a diamond, but it's a sapphire. It's a beautiful blue stone. But it's got the density of a diamond. Sapphires aren't that far behind the diamond. But remember that when you see that person looking back at you in the mirror, let them know that they are a precious gem on this earth. Okay, so with that said, Shauna, are you there? Well, hello, hello, hello. I miss everybody. Um, (laughs) We miss you too. I'm here here today, so praise God. (laughs) Amen. Wow. What to say? There are so many bad days. Uh, that I have recently experienced, I don't know where to start. Uh, what I thought about originally when you were saying that, I said I thought about a time in my former marriage when, you know, I used to look and wonder, you know, hey, what is it about me that this man is no longer attracted to? What is it? What 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 have I done so where he can't even look at me? And wow. see, Maria, you you met me, um, mm-hmm. and I I remember standing in the mirror. I'm like, okay, am I fat? You know, I said, okay, I put on a little baby weight that I never kind of shook off, but I could have used the weight. Now I know from the beginning, anyway. And I'm like, you know, am I ugly? You know, what is it that has caught his eyes so that he can't remember the friendship we had? And, oh, I beat myself up bad, really did. And then I had to realize it wasn't me. Now, I'm not saying Mm -hmm. I wasn't perfect, and there's always two sides to every story. Um, Far from perfect, made my mistake. But what did I do to deserve what I was receiving? I was treated as though, at least my interpretation of my treatment was as though you didn't, he didn't even know me. Like I was just some stranger off the street, you know, spoken to like a dog, if spoken to at all, acknowledged at all. And what kept me going initially was, you know, obviously the children. Right. Because I couldn't let them see mommy break down and fall apart and have these emotional breakdowns every five seconds. But then I wonder, I realized, you know what? It's not me. I'm not ugly. I'm far from fat. And there's nothing wrong with people's looks or appearance. You stay home. But for me, it was like, you know, I'm not those things. I was like, you know, I realized that with this particular person, let me, they had to figure out a way, let me mentally break her down so that she can feel so horrible about herself because he was seeking for me to feel a pain that he felt. 
But in reality, there is absolutely nothing that he could ever do or say to me that was going to ever, ever make me feel any of his pains that he felt in those times or during those years. It's just not, it just can't happen. We're two different people. And so as I began to understand that, you know, and as I began to look in the mirror and say, hey, there you are again, you know, hey, Shauna, how are you? Welcome back. You know, as I began to plug into other support team people, see Maria, other family members, and other longtime friends, you know, I started to say, okay, I have to see myself differently again. And it didn't mean for me to turn around and start, you know, dogging them out every five seconds, although, you know, you have those moments where you want to, because then I started having a heart of compassion for him. Like, wow, what is it that you're that has you so miserable, so bound up that you have to just act out so ugly. And so my heart really started to break for him. And as my heart was breaking for him, I became a stronger person. I got to know myself again. Different ways. You know, I, if, you, if you ever work around me, I talk to myself on a regular basis and will answer in all. But I had to get myself talked back. Right. You know, there's things right. I did you know, to, I may not have been able to afford because of the, you know, financial situation he, you know, he forced me into. I may not have been able to afford the things that I had grown accustomed to. But instead of going to get my massages, you know, every two weeks, it went to, you know, maybe once a month at first and once a quarter, so once every six right. months. I had to do things that made me feel good about myself again. Now, I never really cut my weekly hair appointments out because I don't know how to really do my hair like a lot of ladies do. But so that I kept doing. And that was my treat to myself, and I never let anything or my situation make me feel bad about that. And yeah. when I look at life now, and, I've under, and I now have a deeper understanding of karma, I have an understanding of what goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. And I'm not bitter. I'm not upset. I treat him as though he is my friend because we have children together. I now, what keeps me going now is that I'm going to be the best me. I know right. I can't get those years back, those days back, those months back, or those 13 years. But today, I have today, and today I can offer the world the best me, and that is what keeps me going because if I'm broken and all messed up, how can I help my other sisters become whole? Right, right. How can I help my children if I'm broken and busted and disgusted in the corner? I cannot. So I've always right. asked, God, let me not have gone through any of these things in vain. If there be anyone who has experienced anything, a count of what I have, let them cross my path so that I can share my story, so that I can let them understand that they're not alone, that they're not going through this alone. And he's been faithful to put people in my path that I can speak with. And that's, right. and, that's and, part of what keeps me going. And I, I want to um, interject here because you said a, a, a lot of things. And for those of you listening, let me just put it this way. 
One thing that you said in the beginning was you asked you you were asking yourself what had you done. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, I can say this, people, and I can say this with the utmost. I didn't do anything but try to support and uplift my ex-husband. But where I made one of my biggest mistakes was that I saw the bigger picture. I saw what we could build. The difference was that he wanted the easy way out, what he knew his entire life, you know. When you find out that uh, the person who you thought that you had the date nights with and that you fell in love with was really a ruse and he didn't really exist, um, for me, that made all the difference in the world. I supported him. I didn't fight him like he fought me. I didn't um, do anything to deserve what he did to me. That man did everything to me but kill me, him and that ratchet neighbor, and for her family to welcome him in, and we're still neighbors. You know, for me, I can say this. And see, and let me say something to everyone listening. You don't have to sugarcoat anything, but you can do it with dignity. You don't have to lose your dignity in it. The neighbor was ratchet for what she did, but guess what? She is reaping what she has sown because now she is aware of what she has, and it ain't much. So you see, she took my trash thinking that it was her treasure, and now her family and everyone should be smart enough to figure out that he's a piece of trash. He has... No business license, but he's doing contracting work. He doesn't have a driver's license, hasn't had one in a while, lost that to non-payment of child support. His daughter, I believe, is close to being grown now. But I will tell you this, I'm not so sure that he'll be excused of that unless her mom, which I don't see his first wife doing that. So he still may be legally obligated to pay back his back child support if he ever gets a real job. The bottom line is, I'm going to state the facts. I'm going to tell the truth. And as Shauna said, there's two sides to everything. If he hears me talking now, he won't say what he said to other people and say, I was a good person, I didn't deserve it, it was all him. He'll come back and do, if you ever go on, um, we have a YouTube site. And um, as one of our PSAs years ago, I put up one of his voicemails. He called me every name in the book. You know, he called me an animal, and he said that he was going to, you know, um, uh, what was he said? He told me that I was going down. You know, he threatened to take me out. You know, he's he him and her have done a whole bunch of illegal actions, and we're watching them closely, and we're going to get on that. All of this stuff together added to it. And right now, I'm pretty sure that he's probably gotten himself another vehicle that he's hiding from the people who own it or that he's supposed to be paying for. And the neighbor's parents like to house all of his dirty dealings and all of his criminal acts. So they can all go down together for all I care. I really don't care. But... He was a nasty, dirty individual. He was under the impression that I was like every other woman he had met in his life. Now, this is someone, he's 55 years old. He's still out there womanizing, thinking that he's hot, you know, a hot, hot 
the hot thing, but he's a hot mess. And these women out here, as he told me, Shauna, you've heard the story before. He knew that there are a lot of women out here who he knows are desperate, and that's who he targets because it's easier for them. He tried to be a decent person. But as he told me, with me, he'd come home, and there was nothing but the reality of his inadequacies. So it was easy for him to hook up with the neighbor, and he point blank said, she will sit there by the phone and wait for him to call and wait her turn. And it seems like that's exactly what she has done. And I am so amazed that so many of us, you will do this. You'll wake up saying, you got to have a man. you got to have a man. And for some of you gentlemen, you got to have a lady on your arms. you got to have a lady on your arms. you got to, got to, got to. No, you don't. First of all, you have to learn how to respect yourself. You have to learn how to appreciate who you are, who that person is in the mirror. You have to learn how to respect the person that you see in the mirror. Because once you respect that person, guess what? That person will then help you to demand that same respect from everyone else. And we don't have that now. We are so busy thinking, I got to have this. And trust me, I know some people will talk about all the people that want them and this and that. Nobody wants to hear that mess. Nobody wants to hear it, because I question, if you have all of these people that want you so badly, pick one, please, and have a seat, because the bottom line is simple. We need to understand that that's not what it's about. Until we heal ourselves 100%, and so many people out here, I need you all to hear me when I say this, so many people out there, you have convinced yourselves that you are healed and uh, I saw that Marisol was here, and then she had to jump offline. But she had spoken about this a few weeks ago. She had gone to marriage counseling after hers, and they have a formula for how many years you need to be by yourself based on how many years you were in that relationship. So I want you to understand this. Some of you aren't ready. So what? You've been single for one year. So what? It's not long enough. Me as someone on the outside looking in, listening to you talk, hearing what you have to say, you are not ready to jump into any other relationship. You need to learn how to survive and be happy on your own. If the holiday season is too depressing for you, you need to stay home. Do not go out to any club and listen to go clubbing, drink, drink, drink. There are more hounds out there and houndettes or whatever you want to call them looking for you. Stay home. Buy your favorite meal. Order it. Do whatever you need to do. But stay home. Lock the doors. Light some candles. Put on your favorite music. Chill with yourself and enjoy every moment of it. And wake up in the morning knowing that you did not make a mistake the night before. I know I just said something profound for some people. That waking up in the morning and rejoicing in that fact you didn't make a mistake the night before. Because now... In this, this day and age, and Sean, I know you know what I'm about to say. In this day and age, there are more people out here looking for free rides than ever before. There are more people out here who are looking to use, abuse, and excuse. 
I have a piece in the book that at some point we will get down to that called Red Alert. The bottom line is simple. We need to stop this because when you lay, what's that old saying go? When you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas? Yes, Lord. And let me say something about that, see, Maria, not the fleas, but <laughs> let me say something that how often I hear women and have even found myself in situations over the course of my life where when we're hurt, you know, it's like when you're hurt and you're just in so much pain, it might even be, a, you know, seems like it's unbearable. You know, we're looking for quick fixes. You know, everybody's quick fix is different. You know, one of my quick fixes was, and bless, I need to probably go buy these ladies some flowers. There was a little clothing store in one of the um, towns near me. And when I didn't feel good about myself during, you know, this transition, I would go in there Saturday afternoon, and I would try on clothes. And, you know, I'm no longer the size two that I used to be, but I would always try to squeeze on up in that extra small or sometimes small. And the ladies, they knew me by name, and I would go into this store when I didn't feel good about myself. And if there was, like, a new girl or uh, someone who didn't typically work on Saturdays, I would go in the dressing room and try on clothes, and I would bring out, you know, pretty much mostly clothes, maybe not one piece out of 20. And I would sit in that dressing room and just cry because, oh, I can't fit into this outfit that I should have been able to fit into in my mind because I was the size, smaller size when he met me. And I would be in that dressing room bawling. And I remember one particular day, and it was a, you know, maybe a high schooler, a um, young adult, and she went to her boss and said, that girl, that lady's in there, you know, I hear, I think she's crying. And they just said, oh, that's just Shauna. They said, just take her a bigger size and the same thing and tell her how good she looks. She'll be okay. And so that was how one of the ways I used to try to, you know, feel my pain is go shopping until I felt good about myself looking in the mirror. Some people may substitute, you know, or try to fill in the pain with, you know, drugs or alcohol or sex. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's it's like that rush because I went to the register with whatever piece or pieces in my hand and that adrenaline, whatever's pumping. But then after I purchase the clothing items, I have a crash because now the thrill is gone. The hormones have stopped pumping. And then I have to go look for another thrill, another pick-me-upper. Got to go shopping to the next door. And what, you know, you find yourself, you know, spending money that you don't need to spend, making company with people you don't need to make company with, you know, drinking things you have no business drinking for whatever, you know, for health. I'm not knocking it, you know, if that's what you're doing, but in moderation. And we keep escalating those fillers in our life to take away the pain. But until we look in the mirror, smack dab in the mirror face to face, and address the pain, the source of it, the root of it, you're going to, your whole life, you're going to be running around chasing something to, you know, to fill that pain or fill that void. One of the yes. things you were saying, something, see, Maria, that also reminded me of, you know, it's reference to how do you move past the bad days. I kept, I had to learn to minimize the air time that I gave my problem. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about I couldn't call like either you or text you or call you or, you know, my other girlfriend and say, girl, let me tell you how I feel today. Because when you're in the midst of your situation, whatever that situation is, you are going to need someone to, you know, to be an ear. 
just make sure whoever you have in the ear is someone with wise counsel um, and that you right. know, who can keep your information confidential and to the trust, but to learn to minimize the airtime. Because the more I spoke about it, the more, you know, the longer I held on to anger. And when I started letting go and accepting things for how, you know, how things just were plain and simple, getting getting divorced, the best friend I thought I had, I didn't, I won't have anymore. Not understanding, y'all hear rumble strips, I'm on the highway, so I apologize. But, you know, it was, it became, I can do this. With or without anyone next to me, and when I started letting go, you didn't. I didn't have to talk ill of him anymore mm-hmm. because the news and the internet and papers can, you know, fill in the gaps for people who want to know the story. Right, and again. You know, I love doing these types of shows because we want to show you the different facets of it. For me, I could my ex could walk right past me. I have nothing for him. I have nothing to say. I have nothing to uh, – Shauna just dropped. She must have hit a dead zone. But if you're on the call line and you'd like to join in the conversation, just press the number one on your phone. You're perfectly welcome to do that. Or you can stay right where you are. She is back. Um, I am back. I'm sorry. I went through a dead zone. And just off. listen. That's what I just <laughs> told everyone. I said she dropped. She probably went through a dead zone. I was on top I was of that. Supposed but, to get um, off at the exit. I said, well, Mama, go straight and go to the next exit. And it was like, no, So sorry about that, everybody. But, yeah, so when I got but, to that place of learning to let go, see Maria, it freed me. Right. So once right. again, to start living my life and to live a free life because I didn't have to walk around calling him whatever and how dare he and woe is me. You can't, I couldn't, for me, you can't play victim but for so long. Right. And I'm saying this, though. You know, when your call dropped, I was saying that my ex could walk past me. I have nothing to say to him. We're not friends. Mm-hmm. We're not anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's okay. I'm not going to curse him out or anything. Now, if he comes off incorrectly on me, well, as I'm dialing 911, you know, (laughs) there's no guarantee. (laughs) But the bottom line is he pretty much knows better because the one thing that I did with him that he always hated and always got him uneasy was the fact that I'd get quiet. And his Mm -hmm. thing was he hated when I got quiet or when I spoke to him softly. And, you know, you've heard the stories of when he used to stand by the open window and have a one-sided argument and then, you know, to make the neighborhood think that we were arguing Mm -hmm. all the time. And my neighbor called and she said, y'all arguing? I said, whose voice do you hear? It didn't click to the neighbor until she said, wait a minute, I'm talking to you. So, but he's talking like he's talking to you. I said, okay, is your mind getting it now? I'm like, okay, so you hear me, so you know I'm not. She said, is he actually standing by? I said, yes, he's across the room, standing by the window, shouting out the window Mm -hmm. like he and I are talking. And just like you called and said, are we arguing? Isn't that so twisted? That's twisted. Like, to me, Demar did something like that as well. I remember we got into an argument. You know, he started going on about something and, you know, I, you know, first because you know I'm a little, I, I can, I've learned not to be so much, but I, I just be hot headed, and so you know I would get back and go, you know I go toe to toe because for my, I'm five two, but I really thought I was six feet tall. You couldn't tell me anything differently, 
So I would be right, you know, right with you. Come on, let's argue. You want to argue? Fine. So he was going on, and I'm arguing. So then I was like, you know what? I remember this. I'm like, I don't have time. I got to get dressed for work. And I turned to go into the bathroom, and I was just reaching for the door. He, I remember him saying, "Ow, oh, stop it, ow." Oh. And then it dawned on me. I said, he is doing that so that the children can hear that. They will be thinking, mommy's doing something to daddy. And But at that moment, I realized, okay, now I know what I'm working with. Crazy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, so, I'm down the hall. I'm nowhere near you. So what are you saying out for? Well, I just, I was like, <laughs> I am in the bathroom. Really? What are you doing? You know, but it was just, but you know, the thing is, it was just like, once you, once they reveal who they are, you can work with it. I can roll with it because once he showed me his type, I can roll with it. Not saying it didn't hurt because it's like, how can you do this to me? We used to be the best of friends type of thing. But it was like, but I, once I, you know, put myself, realign myself, it was like, okay, I can do this because I know, I know what I'm working with. So I was able to anticipate most of his steps. I would never blindside you, Shauna, with, you know, divorce papers or do anything erratic without you knowing that we're on the same page. But yet he filed yeah. for divorce his daughter's birthday. Of and course. And so here's the papers. Oh, and I'm not paying any well, more bills, by the way. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, that's a blindside. <laughs> Just a little FYI. And seeing for me, people, I was the breadwinner anyway. So the bottom line, I never said it around him. And one thing he'd always say is, see, that's a problem. This is your mother effing house. This is, Everything yeah. is yours. Everything is yours. Well, that means it's time for you to step up to the plate and become the man who I married. Mm-hmm. You're the mm-hmm. contractor. Our plan was for us to build a new house and to take this house and use it for the foundation and use it as a safe house and all of that for the foundation. Mm-hmm. That was the plan. When are you going to step up and be the man who I married? Well, you know, that never, you know, happened. Good riddance to bad rubbish. Thank you, neighbor. Right. Lover to death. Smooches. Right. You know, smooches, and that's girl. All we smooches. Say. We can bless them and, and keep moving. It. And that's, and that's it. it. But, um, because if we begin to prepare for our new year, this is, like she said, it's the last quarter. Right. You know, there's some things that we got to let go of. We got to, it's it, the last it is, quarter. We have to look at our life and say, this is what it is today, and I'm going to make the best of it and roll with it. That's right. And, you know, we're going to take a small break because I have one announcement to make for you all. I promised him that I would do this on the show tonight. So for those of you who, you know, it's October and it's time for all the ghosts and goblins and all of this to come out if you celebrate that type of thing. But I tell you, there's something that's even more scary, and it's scary almost 24-7, 365, and that's worrying about your car breaking down. And for those of us, we're right here. We're in the middle of this change. We're getting into this new season now. And as Shauna was saying, you know, her ex stopped paying the bills and this and that. What if the car breaks down or something? So if you need your car repaired, I want to suggest my mechanic. I need you to contact Todd. Okay, his number is 410-387-9830. Stop by if you're in the Maryland, D.C., Virginia area and your car breaks down anywhere close. His shop, his brand new shop is at 4533 Falls Road in Baltimore, and that's zone 21209. So give him a call, 410-387-9830. His name is Todd, and I'll tell you, he has worked on many of my vehicles um, over the last couple of years. Great person, 
fair pricing, wonderful service. So if you're ever in the area, but like Sean, if you're ever in Maryland and something happens, hey, give him a call. If he can work with you, he will and get you back on the road home safely. So again, I promised him that I would do that for him because when I find somebody who has a product or service who is A1, A++, wonderful and fantastic, I don't mind promoting them. That's the one thing that I do not mind doing is promoting them. And um, we have about 15 minutes left in our program, so let me just tell you all, if you want to stay in touch or get involved, several ways you can do that. Over on Facebook, we have Focus Females Global. That is our professional group where all of the mentors, mentees, coaches, counselors, psychotherapists, therapists, doctors, whomever, they're all over there. That is our closed group. Uh, You can always uh, request membership there. And our open group is Focus, Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. That is the urban-based group that talks about any and everything from fashion to finance. Um, But if you're looking for that mentorship and that encouragement and things, I would encourage you to try uh, for membership in the Focus Females Global Group. And over on Google+, Plus, if you are there, I have my worldwide uh, coaching group, Relationship Recovery. Uh, We are growing by leaps and bounds. We're like one big family there. People from all over the world are there. and we, one thing that I take pride in is the fact that um, we, the members, have been there for years. Um, it's we're growing weekly, and we're like one big family, and we keep encouraging one another, one another, whether it's in private chat or whether we're posting information. The coaches there and the counselors they post all kinds of information for you um, that are very helpful. Uh, so there. Um, our websites are focusfemalesglobal.com. Uh, all of the sites, by the way, have contact forms there, but I'll give you our other ways to reach us as well. Uh, mine is cmariawall.com. And in case you didn't know, all of our programs, this are Focus Females Global Chat Cafe, the Saturday morning motivation, the um, Sunday morning inspiration, all of our real world and virtual programs are sponsored by the Wall Foundation Incorporated. And that is an IRS approved and recognized tax exempt 501c3 nonprofit. So naturally, if you want to get involved, you have a product or service you'd like to donate, or you'd like to give a monetary donation, you can do that as well. Um, on our main website, thewallfoundationinc.org, you can see all of our programs and what we're all about here. We um, have several programs for use, um, um, families who are in need. Uh, we do a lot of self-esteem programs for uh, young girls, women of all ages, because sometimes we, some people are married for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, and suddenly they end up starting over. So we have something for everyone. And naturally, of course, we love to encourage and hear from uh, those who have served and are serving in the military as well. So, again, lots of ways you can get involved. Our number is 202-618-2556. Send us a voicemail or a text, and we will get back with you. And for those of you who still love pad and paper, 
our mailing address is Post Office Box 272 in Randallstown, Maryland, 21133. So, again, each week we put on our strongest faces here to share our stories. I see people jumping on and off of our call query. I'm pretty sure that some of them are people like my stalker ex and his silly um, sidekick who tend to want to know what's going on and see what I know, how I know. Well, yeah, I know a lot, and I don't mind sharing it because I really just want him to stay away from me and stop trying to, um, when they, they have no place else to go, try to incorporate my home and my name in their mess. Um, hopefully one day they'll all go to jail and I'll be able to sleep better at night. But until then, I'll be vigilant, but I'm going to keep speaking my truth. So we have about 10 minutes in our program, Shauna. So any um, ending words for tonight? Because Saturday, people, uh, just so you know, Saturday, we're going to keep going in the book. And um, let's see, we had, bad day was today. Hmm, I may do, what I, I'm changing this around a little bit. I may or may not, I don't know. Theoretically, the next piece in the book is called Addicted, and it's spelled A-D-I-C-K-T-E-D. Uh, yeah, I, I, I said, you know what, I don't know if I want to leave this one for the Sunday morning inspiration, but we'll need a few, um, I think we'll need a few Bible verses for that one, because this one is really good for the holiday season. So we may move over to Bad Blood on Saturday morning and save Addicted for the Sunday morning inspiration opposed to the Saturday morning motivation. So Saturday, we're going to stick with the bad theme, and we're going to do Bad Blood this Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Sunday morning um, motivation. Same call-in number. Um, just 9 a.m. in the morning, it will be me, and I'll be speaking on bad blood because we are going to continue with our attitude and altitudes uh, segment. So I'm going to turn the mic over to Shauna to give you some lasting words for this evening because, again, some shows we're talking it out, some shows we'll be walking it out, but tonight was more about you hearing, hey, they've been through it too, and that's a simple yeah we have it's no joke we have been through it been through it some of us very fresh very new some of us are still at that threshold we haven't even crossed over yet so I need for you all to understand and so many of you this time of year you always want to boast about I can do this I got this person who loved me I got that person you know what some of us can see through that Stop it, okay? Because that's just letting me know that you're headed for trouble. You're headed down the wrong road. So you need to stop it. You need to, like as I said, take a back step. Might be a year, maybe two, maybe more. Don't know. But you need to stop it. Now I'm going to turn it over to Shauna for the um, for a couple minutes for her to give you her words of wisdom for you to think about until our next program. We're going to have a program every day for our regular shows, which is Tuesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays, rather, every week, Tuesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays through the end of the year. We want you to have a firm foundation for you to start the new year off fresh with a new attitude to take you to new altitudes. Okay, Shauna, take it away. 
what I want to leave um, with you ladies to love yourself. Trust yourself. Trust what you know. Don't turn your back on yourself. Be still. Listen to your heart. It's okay to make a mistake. Just don't stay stuck, if that's grammatically correct. (laughs) Refuse to be a victim. Turn every experience into a learning experience as a building block to turn around so that you can help someone else through their trials. It's okay to pull yourself away from the life busyness and chaos and separate yourself to have a mini retreat so that you can be refreshed and renewed. Don't take those moments, those quiet times, down times lightly. Take advantage of them. And above all else, you are your best friend. So treat yourself as as such. And never feel that you are so deep into whatever situation you may find yourself that there's no one available to walk with you through your situation. This is Domestic Violence Month. We're here for you. We have stories to help you through. We have resources to connect you to. I just want you to know that you're not alone and that we are all in this together. This is a sisterhood, and we love you. And I'm going to pull up the rear on that and say that um, to my dear sisters and my brothers out there who are hurting, because some of you have stories to tell as well. Over the years doing, uh, being in the advocacy realm and coaching and all of that, I have heard from men and women who have stories to tell. And sometimes it's so... um, I get so emotional when I hear some of the stories that men tell and when they say that I'm the first female or first person that they are sharing the story with, whatever it is within me that can bring them to the point where they feel comfortable enough to share their stories. Sometimes I'm left numb just to hear the stories from them as well as our fellow sisters. And as, as, as Shauna said, not a victim, I'm a survivor. I've been surviving since I was a child. All of these new revelations happened with me from t- between 2014 and now when I realized that I put up with too much from too many people because I was born into sin. I was abused as a child. So living that life, I learned how to accept a lot from a lot of people and just keep moving because tomorrow was another day and maybe it'd be med- better the next day. And for whatever reason, even as a child, I knew that I had to keep going. So, again, um, you're not alone, no matter who you are, male or female. And someone may say, why are you taking up for the men? Because men hurt too. And we'll get into it another day. Some people say hurt people hurt people, and that may be true. And as far as my ex, I don't think he was hurt. I just think that he was the son of Satan, and he escaped from hell, and he decided to walk on earth and have some fun for a while. But that's a show for another day. And, again, I'm human, people. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you things that I know that you want to hear, and neither Sean or anyone else on any of these shows. We're going to tell you what you need to hear. 
And I can't sugarcoat things and say, yes, well, you know, I think that, huh, he is Satan on earth or one of his minions, whatever it is. And someday one of these crazy women out here are going to take him and out him out. And if the girlfriend doesn't like it, they'll probably try to take her out too. That's the realization of the life that we live in. But guess what? I'm not going to be the person to do it. And that's where I need you to get to be, knowing that it's no longer your problem. You are your priority. Get rid of the problem. Pick up the priority. So that's where we are today. Um, as always, before we go, we want to pray each and every one of you enough. We want to pray you enough sunshine to brighten those rainy days of yours. And we also want to pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. And we pray you enough smiles to turn the frown you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, we pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be at your door or coming your way from this very moment and beyond. And I don't even think I told you who I was at the beginning of the show, but I'm C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. The Mediator, and she wrote at your ground zero. My special guest this evening was Shauna. Uh, Sister Shauna, we're all members of the Focus Females Global um, Chat Cafe, of course, and Focus Females Global. Focus. It's an acronym. It stands for Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. It is a registered trademark with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. So when you see FOCUS, make sure, contact us to make sure that it is not someone out there who is trying to tap into what belongs to us. We are the original that's the one thing of having a registered trademark. We are the original. We are the real deal here, and um, we are here for you. So, again, thank you so much for being here. Shauna, it was so good to have this time with you, girl. Yeah, you have been missed. <laughs> I was glad to um, be here. <laughs> it was good talking to you. So until next time, everyone, be well, be blessed. We will see you again soon as we begin. We will end with one of the best songs, and I love it just as much now as I did the first time I heard it when she debuted it on my Healing Through Hurt I Talk radio show years ago. This is Tori Lee, Good Music. It's been a good, great conversation with an even greater person and an awesome audience. Thank you for being here. We'll see you here again soon. And just remember, we'll be back 9 a.m. Saturday morning for the Saturday Morning Motivation Show. Good night, everyone. See you, sis. I get lost in your words It feels so good when I'm hurt Take my mind off